Welcome to Ronnie, the Authentic Jazz Artist Podcast Show, brought to you by Art19, the Burleson Group, and 5050 Global Music. Now, live from Nashville, here's your host, Broniger. Hello, this is Ronnie, the Authentic Jazz Artist Podcast. What a great time it is right now. We love doing this with my co-host, Tony McDaniel. Hope you guys and gals are doing great out there and wherever you might be, since this is all over the world. But I'm so happy to say this has been a great, great day, great week. and Well, yeah, of course it is, because it's Mardi Gras. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a big Louisiana thing, isn't it? Yes, it is. So, you know, I know you're, the guest we're going to have on the show today yeah. is a Louisiana girl, and we're excited to have her on the show mm-hmm. and in the studio today. Yes, Miss Karen Waldrop, and also friend of mine and Tony's, Chris Schopener, that he's been a great, great friend and played music with us so many times and with Karen. I know that's how y'all guys hooked up. That's, that's awesome. right. And she's a Louisiana native, as we said, I think we mentioned before. <laughs> anyway. Yes, she is. She's awesome. Awesome artist. Great. Did you enjoy going to Mardi Gras in New Orleans in those times? Yes, it's been a long time since I've been, but yes, it was pretty unique, pretty wild. Well, you're going to take me there one day. Yes. I, I, I really want to go and see what it's like down there. I've it's absolutely there. something else. It's amazing. But, uh, I actually wrote a song, you know. Oh, yeah? What's it called? New Orleans. I know. <laughs> I know. You need, we'll probably, we need, probably need to bring that up with Karen. Yeah. But, uh, you know, uh, what I do want to announce to everybody is on March 13th, you're going to have a new release. Yes called Take My Hand, and that is my birthday. So what a great time for that single to be know, released. Right? Like last week, it's your party. Yeah. Yeah, so we're going to have a great time next week, you know, on the release. And everybody can go on to the, uh, our Facebook page for Broniger. It's Broniger Facebook, and they can uh, pre-order it. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a link there, and I think we've had a couple posts that have links on them. Yeah. And they can pre-order it on all the media outlets. Right, yes. And thank you in advance for you guys that will go download it and tell your friends about it so their friends can tell their friends. But uh, we're going to go ahead and get our next guest up, and we'll have her on right after this. Bronnie, the Authentic Jazz Artist Podcast is brought to you by 5050 Global Music that are in partnership with Sony Music. Orchard Publishing, Sony Music Publishing, Art19, Bertelsmann Group, and our big sponsor is Sony Electronics, Bravia TV. And we want to give a big shout out to my executive CEO, label, and the team, Mr. Quest Cross. He's amazing, guys. And this podcast can be heard on Audible with Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, which is 174 countries, XM, SM, Radio. Sirius Radio. That's and we right. also are on Spotify and iHeart Music. So So know, many guys and gals. Places you can catch us. We're back here on Bronnie, the Authentic Jazz Artist Podcast Show, and here's your host, Bronnie. Hello, hello everybody. This is Bronnie, the Authentic Jazz Artist Podcast. So happy to be on here right now and Thank you so much for you guys and gals all over the world that are tuning in and share it and share it with your friends. Tell your friends to share it with theirs. And I want to introduce my co-host, Tony McDaniel. Hello, hello, hello. We are excited today. We have guests in the studio today. Yes, we do. And guess who? You hear who that plane in the background is? 
Karen Waldrup. All right, let's bring her on. Hey, Karen. Well, hi. Thank you guys so much for having me tonight. What an awesome night this is. And it's Mardi Gras, and I'm yes. from Louisiana. Yeah. And Broniger's also from Louisiana, and Chris is not. <laughs> <laughs> and Tony's not. And I'm Tony's not either. Not. I'm a Kentucky boy. And Chris, we're so glad to have you tonight. A oh. great friend of ours, and, and also Karen's. Oh, I mean, thank you, all three of you. And Chris, yes. you were Tony on the show. And you, were, and, you were our, our, our debut guest. So when we first opened our show, you were the first guest we had on. Yeah, I was honored. It was fantastic. I, I mean, you guys are wonderful, and it's always fun. I know. You know well, it really is. We're just we those kind of people. We're honored to have you guys. <laughs> We're, we're so glad to have both of you guys on here today. And we forgot to mention your last name. We got too excited. We were calling you by your first name. This is Chris Schaffner, and he is a, an international saxophone, incredible, amazing man, and he's such a good friend to us. Yes, he is. Oh, thank you very much, Karen. You're wonderful yourself. Actually, uh, yeah, Karen's taken me with her around the world, so That's awesome. I'm thankful you know, Karen, and honored, and thank you for that. Yes. I bet, I bet Karen's uh, uh, her... Uh, Cash app's going ding, 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 ding. I wish. All, all that he's paying her to say uh, out time. <laughs> That's right. I'm like, let me I'm check just it. <laughs> so, uh, Karen, I want to ask you a little question here, hon. When and what made you decide that you felt like you wanted to do music? Yeah, you know, I think being from South Louisiana, you know how music is just in the, the earth. It's in the... It's in, it's in everything in South Louisiana. And I think it really kind of went back to hanging out in the French Quarter. I mean, I didn't get to go to the French Quarter that much when I was young because we were from a place right north of New Orleans called Mandeville, Louisiana. So I didn't get to go really that much. But I think that was good because when I went, it was so special and it was so rare. And it was either Mardi Gras or there was something going on in the French Quarter. And I remember seeing people sitting on the street corners yes. playing guitar kicking a little drum singing playing harmonica all of the above just by themselves mm -hmm. and that really is the root of where this kind of all started so how I ended up on stages with sound and PA and horn and all that is beyond me because it really just started with a simple infatuation with watching someone play an acoustic guitar with a kick a little kick drum and a vocal and I just thought wow that's pretty amazing like they're just sitting there on the corner and everyone's gathered around mm -hmm. and it's just so cool and I just remember being really young and seeing that and and then just kind of consuming myself with a lot of music when I was really young and then there was a specific Dixie Chicks record the fly record that came out when I was 16 that really lit the fire under me that I knew that I could possibly create something like that I could write I could yes. do harmonies like that I could I could create structures and, and tones and colors like that. And so I was just really obsessed with that record. And that's when I started playing guitar when I was 16. So I started a little later than most um, when it comes to an instrument. But when I picked it up, I was very much addicted from the start. It that's was a lot awesome. of fun. Yes, it's very, very good. How did it uh, get you to migrate to Nashville? So again, you know, back to the Dixie Chicks record, you know, I know if I've I have never gotten to meet them, but I am currently working with that producer of that record, funny enough. Wow. Awesome. All these years later, he is producing my new music, Mr. Paul Worley. Um, and he produced that record crazy. So I'm, I know that was definitely meant to be serendipitous. Um, but anyway, uh, so just listening to that record, and I felt like that type of music, whether you call it country, folk, 
whatever. It just has this sass to it. That's the Dixie Chicks were a very sassy version of country and very unique and authentic. Mm-hmm. And so I just really gravitated to a lot of those songs. And then I just kept writing and playing and creating. And then I went to college. And while I was in college, I played a, every bar, tailgate, fraternity house, sorority event, you name it. Wow. And that was at the University of Southern Mississippi. And I did that and till I was a senior and then all of a sudden I was looking at that that clock ticking coming at graduation day and I had to go somewhere <laughs> so I packed it on up moved to Tennessee and it's been awesome so so that glad you like did moved to Beverly. you're amazing <laughs> you're an amazing person um great heart thank you I mean the time that we've known you and Chris and I I met you through Chris yes what was that 2016 amazing down in Nashville and you guys are just awesome, and we love you, Karen. Amazing. So so Thank glad you. to have you on here tonight. So Thank glad. I'm so, so glad. So I got a question for both of you. Okay, go ahead. Being from Louisiana, mm-hmm. y'all know what today is, right? Mardi Gras. Mardi Gras, mambo, 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 <laughs> Mardi Gras, mambo, so Mardi Gras, mambo. Do either one of y'all have a Mardi Gras story? Down in New Orleans. You know, my favorite Mardi Gras story involves Mr. Chris Schaffner. <laughs> oh, we knew that was coming. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> so I met Karen in, I don't know, June of 2015. Anyway, start playing with her. And then uh, we had a gig in, it's close to New Orleans, I guess, the whole band. And I'd never been to Mardi Gras, and she'd been there multiple times. Like, I'm sure, you know, Bronnie, you were there also. Yes, Many I was. times. Mm-hmm. And I'd never been. And uh, so, okay, let's go. And it was like. I couldn't believe he'd never been to New Orleans. No, never. No, you're right. Or Mardi Gras. <laughs> well, I'm jealous. I haven't been to New Orleans yet. You know, guys, uh, Chris, Karen, myself, we got to get Tony down there. He has never, yes. you heard him, he's never oh, been. Oh, yeah. Sounds like you'll, a road trip. You'll yeah. love the Mardi Gras clowns. You'll love those guys. Yeah. Let me tell you. Well, tell us a story. I don't want to. Okay, so my you. first Mardi Gras parade, <laughs> and Karen, and, and we're standing with some guys in the band, and Karen and I are standing there. Here comes the first float. You know, we're on the curb. We got a front first row seat. Float, first float of the parade, ladies and gentlemen. The <laughs> oh, first one. The very one. first one. <laughs> the very first one. And it's a double-decker one with some big golden painted face <laughs> on the front. Yeah. You know, like a golden painted fra- face. And then a bunch of clowns, you know. You, you couldn't recognize them as humans. They were just so, you know, they were just... Animated. Yeah, and festooned with, you know, <laughs> feathers and stuff. And so, okay, Karen is, is wonderful to me. She always has been. And I'm, I'm going to get Karen like a necklace, beads, right? <laughs> okay, so here come the clowns. It's this two-story float. On the top, the top clown throws out beads. And I'm like, wow, it's coming right at me. I'm going to get Karen some beads. Well, the second clown, which I didn't see, on the lower level, you know, they have those plastic gold-painted medallions with this ugly face on it. Yes. Anyway, so while I'm looking at these beads coming toward me, I'm going to catch these. There was a clown on the bottom row, on the bottom deck, whatever. Threw it, yeah, threw a medallion right at me, hit me right between the eyes, and I started to bleed. Oh, you know my very first (laughs) story. The very first, yeah, the very first (laughs) float of my very first New Orleans, very first Mardi Gras parade, and I end up bleeding. Did you have your first stitch? (laughs) (laughs) And I look at him, and I can't help but laugh. I'm a couple beers in, and I look at him, and I said, I have been to Mardi Gras every year of my life. I have never (laughs) seen anybody bleed. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. 
That's funny. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> For the people listening who have never been to Mardi Gras, do not be afraid. It is not a scary event, I promise. It's usually a lot of fun. Did you ever go to the little coffee call down there where they have beignets? and? Oh, yes, Cafe du Monde. Yes. So good. Oh, my God. I, I want to go back there so bad. So great. We'll yeah. take Tony sometime. Yeah, so definitely. I, I don't think she's ever heard the song. Is Is your piano on? It is. Right. Can I help you? Give her a little taste of that song about New Orleans. That's not oh, on, bro. It ain't on? What do you <laughs> know? It's a technical difficulty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> so anyway, I, yeah, this song that I did. It's an amazing ago. song. I think Heading it's one of my the favorites of yours. Yeah. Heading down the interstate. Going to New Orleans It's one of the prettiest cities That I've ever seen Even though I know I belong here in Tennessee I still want to go home to New Orleans And I know you're at home I love that. That's beautiful. Thank What's the name you. of that one? New Orleans. Oh, <laughs> yeah, we I thought about it. that one for a while. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, uh, you know, uh, Karen, you've got a couple songs. Or, well, you have a song that's coming out, right? Do yes. You have, is it on a big, long EP, as they call it? Or, or is it, you know, what, I mean, is there multiple songs coming out? Why don't you tell one? us about yes. it, Karen? Yes. So we actually have a new project that's about to come out. I'm not exactly sure when, but we're finishing up background vocals this coming up week so we're almost there awesome that's great get to the end of it you're in overdubs you're just like yes you're almost there and you know i really enjoy overdubs um Mm -hmm. paul we asked him earlier last week uh they said what's your favorite part and he joked and said when it's all done and he gets to listen to it uh for me i think my favorite part is overdubs i really enjoy the process of kind of sitting down and for those of you guys listening don't know what overdubs is it's like when you go in and you track all the main stuff and then you go into overdubs and everyone like drinks coffee and like dives into all the different parts and like geeks out and there's so many like little tiny things that no one barely notices but we all like just totally (laughs) sit around for hours yeah we like work on it for hours and then it's just the smallest little nuances whether it's harmonies whether it's retracking a vocal line maybe something wasn't pronunciated correctly 
there's a million reasons why you're doing overdub saxophone strings um so i really enjoy that process so that's where we're at right now we're doing overdubs and then it should be out this spring and it's going to be anywhere between five and ten songs i'm not exactly sure we have some live versions we might release who knows i haven't even told that to chris schaffner yet he's looking at me like really <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> as i go chris yeah we might add some live uh we have five that we've been in the studio working on and they're state-of-the-art that's great incredible i'm so proud of each and every one of them yeah um, i wrote all of them except for one i did not have any part in the one mm -hmm. um, that we found outside and then the other ones we may include some some live stuff who knows we'll see so speaking of live performances we're going to go ahead and get karen to sing one in the studio for us right now so here we go well my mama's in the kitchen like she always is cooking up something for my sister's kids sunday supper on the grill and the game on tv yeah, the phone rings, it's little old me. The mom asks, how am I doing? I'm doing all right. I'm doing just fine. They can't hear lonely through the phone. No, they can't hear the heartache of being alone. A thousand miles. Wishing San Antonio was home Oh, it's days like this that make me wish I was living on that Kendall County Road If I could catch a flight tonight, I'd be there by midnight I'm Back at work on Monday, right on time I'd be Around the table eating mama's chicken But instead I'm here in Wichita Just wishing That I was right there On the other side Of this line Cause they can't hear lonely Through the phone No, they can't hear Wishing San Antonio was home Oh, it's days like this that make me wish I was living on that Kendall County Road
driving on that Kendall County Road Right there with them on that Kendall County Road So that was Kendall County Road. That was awesome. So are you you have a tour set up for the summer or yeah, so it's pretty incredible coming out of the horrific year and a half, two years that we've had. Um, I am very open about that. I'm transparent about that. I tell the truth about that. I don't think anybody is in the dark. I think everybody knows how it massively affected our industry, not only in country music, but in all music and not only just in America, but worldwide. It affected every single one of us. Um, so to get out there now and play shows that feel normal is is um eye-watering it's yes it's emotional it's intense it's dramatic it's meaningful it's impactful it's rich it's everything that music should be i just feel like it's a whole new experience after what we lived with the pandemic i think being a musician that had been out on the road and it was so normal to get up on stage and be so weird and vulnerable in right. front of so many people, and then all of a sudden be stuck at home for that long. I mean, you know, it was definitely, and it definitely taught us to really appreciate it even that much more. Oh my gosh! I yes. mean, gosh, how many times? Well, you know, Chris, we ask you to some time to come over. I mean, we just do live gigs on the front porch. I remember when we yeah. did it last year, and how the people in the neighborhood were so touched they just come from everywhere bringing their chairs they didn't want us to stop that is because so they cool. said it was so good because they couldn't get out you know that is so cool but yeah yeah i get emotional about that too so don't get me started well i mean you Absolutely. can it's evident to see that uh at all sporting events at concerts now how they're coming out in droves now just to get back to the life that they've missed for a year and a half right and uh you know it's a it's a I could take it to two things. It's a sad situation for families that were affected by it, which is horrible. But it's also a way that hopefully brought us more together mm-hmm. in the sense of we take our lives and, and cherish them for what they are. Mm-hmm. I agree. I think it's done that for sure. It's taught us to all slow down a little, to uh, kind of reevaluate our goals and our purpose here on this earth and what our goal is. And I just feel like getting up on stage now is just – Yes. It's like a spiritual experience. I mean, it really is. It's like before it just felt like, hey, how are we doing? You know, mm-hmm. and now it's like, oh. You know, we were, we were speaking <laughs> totally with, uh, we were speaking with our last guest. So last week, Cashmere um, uh, Williams, who he's a phenomenal, phenomenal jazz guitar player. Mm-hmm. Uh, he played with Ruben uh, Ruben Stone. Who it? Ruben, the one that won. Yeah, the one, uh, My American Idol. And we were talking to him about it. He said, it was great, man. We got to go to you know, Jay Leno. We were on Ellen's show. And we were asking him all things. But then all of a sudden this pandemic hit. And he said, uh, so we had nowhere else to go but go live on Facebook. Yeah. And uh, he said, uh, the best thing about it is people can get out there and they can showcase their stuff on these social media sites. And for the most part, it's free. So Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's a way that people can get that stuff going. Agree. So, uh, Bronger, yes. do you want to uh, talk about what you got going that y'all might be coming doing something together? 
Well, Am I going to see you guys get together and do a song? I was, it's so weird that you're saying that. Are you reading my mind? I was actually going to ask you if you knew how to play Somewhere Over the Rainbow, because I would really love to sing that with you sometime. Well, I mean, I could try. We don't have to do it right now, but I mean, <laughs> yeah. I just, I don't know, when yeah. you were singing so earlier, I just, I've always wanted to sing that. Yeah. I just think Let me hear you really sing fun. a little bit of that. Just do it like that. Somewhere over the rainbow, way up high, Fly over the rainbow. Why, oh, why can't I? Someday I wish upon a star and wake up where the clouds are far behind me. It's pretty, yeah. I love that song. I always have. That'd be really fun That's to do that with you sometime. Oh my god! I feel like I gotta watch that movie now. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, it's such a great song. Yeah, no, we'll, we'll definitely. That'd work be up fun. Stuff. What about you, Chris? Uh, about what? I want to hear that saxophone on that song. Oh, okay. Yeah. How do you think it'll go? Figure something really? out. Yeah. 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 Figure out something out, Tony. And I want to hear you in it too. Oh, the only thing you'll you hear. You could do the whistling bird. The only thing I'll be is like. <laughs> Yeah, Tony. Hey, Tony. While <laughs> Tony, while we're talking about all this, why don't you just give us just a little short line of singing? You're so beautiful. You are so beautiful to me. There you go. Mm-hmm. You got it. Get some more. A little bit more. Yeah, you got it. Do it. Do it. Do it I can't do any more. Yes, you can do it. Come on. Oh Lord, no. Come on, don't let's do this. Just, we're just having fun. Listen, I'm trying to get this come podcast on. going you, somewhere. Come on, Tony. <laughs> you're making me laugh. It's okay. <laughs> You are so beautiful to me. Can't you see? You're everything that I the Louisiana people and everybody else. Beautiful to me. Beautiful to me. 
just so beautiful. Yeah. I just had a little fun, guys and gals. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> that's fun. Hey, that's what it's all about. Life's too serious in the world right now. It just takes some Whoa. time. Whoa. See, our, our live audience. Come Even here, sweetie. the dog it's loves okay. it. Hey, everybody, my little dog. And that's dog. not Tutu. That's Lulu. Yeah. And she jumps through hoops of fire. Lulu's a sweet girl. Come here, baby. So She's yes. such a sweet dog. What's the breed? She's shih a shih tzu. Oh, okay. Yeah. We have a song for who? Tony uh, made a song up Lulu, for Lulu, I'm a shih tzu, and I need to go. Oops. Hey, <laughs> that's great. Lulu the shih tzu. She, go ahead and hold her tongue. <laughs> really well, she, it was really what she was telling us was, calm down, y'all. I'm trying to sleep over here. Yeah. So um, where you want to? Say anything else, Tony? Or well, I just want to say it. Thank you, thank you for coming in, and uh, it's been a very enjoyable time having you in the studio. Oh and yeah, you too, Chris. Yes, I definitely. Forget about you. Oh, yeah, thanks definitely. so much. Chris is an awesome person and phenomenal oh, musician you. himself. Yes, thank you. and uh, we want to thank Mr. Quest Cross, the executive label CEO. We want to do that for and the podcast. And yes, having the podcast out, but I do want to ask one more thing. So okay. Karen, where can they go to to find your stuff and, you know, promote you? And You know, I just really love my website. I love KarenWaldrop.com. I, I think it's fun. I think it's interactive. You can listen to music. You can see the tour schedule. You can shop. You can support us. You can do karaoke. There's mixers on there. There's exclusive content. There's a, I like that. Very there's a Yeah, there's a premiere page. There's so much going on. So And then you can also find my socials there. So I just send everybody to KarenWaldrop.com. And from there, they can navigate. We can't navigate. let her go with asking one question. And what is that? That is, what is the funniest thing that's ever happened to you when you've been out on tour? On stage. On stage, Any, wherever. Anything, anything. Anything. Well, I remember there was this one time that we were playing in Dallas, and everything was really going great. Chris was there. And the setup was good. The VIP was set up in the back. We were excited. The full band was there. We had the bus outside. Things were just really good looking great for the night. Just rocking, huh? Yeah, I think the, sol the show was sold out. And it was just really, it was looking great. Everything was looking great. So we get to the gig, and there is a little bit of a random red flag coming from the crew and the <laughs> sound guy. And we were like, what is up with this guy? What's up with these people? We're not sure what's going on. So we're like kind of noticing a little that something's up, but we didn't really know. The sound check went decent. So we were good. And you know how it is when you're totally set up for a gig. It's almost like the gig's over. Like you're like, all right, now we can just have fun and play music. <laughs> so we're done with sound check. We're done with setup. We're ready to go. I go back to the bus. We do our VIP. I'm on the bus. We go into the second round of VIP. Things are looking great. And all of a sudden I look up at my tour manager and his face looks very puzzled and confused and conflicted. And he wasn't hiding it very well. So I just was like, what the heck is going on? And then our friend Brian comes up and informs me that the venue has been shut down due to fire code. Oh, goodness. So apparently uh -oh. these people have not followed the correct fire safety yeah, hazards. Yeah. So the cops come and shut the entire venue down. There's no gig. Oh, my goodness. So we pivot and we just decide like you would.
that music is music is music is music and you don't need a PA to play music. Right. So we just set our little butts out, out by the street <laughs> and I told that promoter he owed us a bottle of make, Maker's Mark and he got a bottle of Maker's Mark and everyone poured themselves a little bit in a cup <laughs> and we just had a big old party right outside on the street right oh, wow. there in deep Elm, Dallas, Texas. <laughs> and it was fun. And, it and really, you could only probably do that in Texas. <laughs> I was like, but thankfully we had hired a security guard otherwise we never could have done it. We did have one guy who was protecting us but we were right there on the street and it was just really cool just to have so many people just gathered around and just to be reminded in that moment that it really is all about the music. Like yes. it, it can somehow feel, sometimes it can feel really overwhelming. Like I got to get this outfit or I got to uh-huh. make sure this player's booked or I got to do all these little things that go around it. But really when it boils down to it at the end of the day, and that's what I learned that night in deep Elm Dallas is really the only thing that really truly matters is the music. Mm-hmm. And I guess, you know, yeah, when cool. you have all these fans that, we're coming to see you. They're like, yeah. And to this day, there's several people that say it was the best concert of their life. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, that'll work. Chris, what did you think about that night? He was there. No, it was amazing. It was uh, preposterous and then amazing. <laughs> you know? And uh, yeah, Karen, it was so ingenious of her to say, Hey, look, we're just going to play outside. Yeah. And well, it wasn't me. It was actually Brian. Oh, okay. But, I mean, it was amazing. It was just acoustic. Karen's amazing voice, guitar, and then we had another guitar player. And then I So did you have any kind of, like, amp or anything? To no, absolutely not. It was just me and an acoustic guitar. Wow. And Chris was on horn, and we had a, another guy playing acoustic guitar lead, and that was it. We just told the bass player and the drummer they didn't have to play, and we just had a great time. And I think it's also a testimony also to – how important it is to surround yourself with innovative people because if Brian hadn't been there that night, we probably just would have packed up packed uh-huh. up and gone. You know, yeah. we didn't think outside the box. I wasn't. I wasn't thinking that fast. But when you surround yourself with people who are, are thinking and are innovative, it really does help a lot. And that at night ended up being really great. And that's insane. That's great. That's, <laughs> that's good. awesome. Very good. Well, <laughs> thank you for sharing that story. And that is a cool story story you shared with us because uh you know that to think like that was uh, on the fly, as they say. Yeah. Well, that's my uh, testimony. If any musicians are out there and ever get in that situation, you know, I would just say don't let the don't let the microphone and the amp ruin the music because it doesn't have to. Right. Cool. It's good. Well, again, thank you for coming into the studio and sharing your stories yes. with us and your knowledge about music and mm-hmm. the fun things that you get to do. And so so blessed to have you guys tonight and. We will put a link on there for Karen's where you can find her, all her music and stuff. She's on TikTok too, doing no, you know it. So doing the tick and talk. But yeah, she's got <laughs> all of that on there. Free. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, all right. We'll be right back after these messages. And thank you for listening to Ronnie, the Authentic Jazz Les Artist Les Podcast. Bon temps relais. And we're back here on Bronnie, the Authentic Jazz Artist Podcast Show, with your host Bronnie McDaniel. And we just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you to our guests, Karen Waltrip and Chris Schaffner. And we also have some other sponsors and who we would like to thank, Bonnie. Definitely want to say a shout out to my executive CEO label, Mr. Quest Cross and his team, 5050 Global Music. They're in partnership with Sony Music, Sony Publishing, Sony Entertainment, Sony ATV. And also we want to 
thank uh, our big sponsor, Sony Bravia TV, right? Yeah, Amazon. And Amazon and Audible. And those are some places you can catch us. We're all over uh, social, uh, not social media, but we're on the online all the social the media outlets I'll get that's straight right there. We, are, we are on social <laughs> on media too apple music uh, spotify we're on audible we're on amazon music 174 on, countries too we're on uh, sirius xm iHeartRadio, and more mm-hmm. so that's going to do it for this week and yes and what a great time it was and thank you again karen and chris for coming and joining us this afternoon and, and also we want to say it's about to be St. Patrick's Day. Yes, I mean, can you believe uh, before we end? Can you believe this year how fast it's going by so fast already? It's going fast. Goodness. Well, Again, we love you guys so so much. We'll see you next time.